When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Jay Hiff, Stratford Paddock. This is Housen's Brew. That's Stephen Housen. And first of all, I'd like to apologize for being a bit late, but... He's been on his, the phone to his lawyer for the last 10 minutes. So enough of all that caper. Anyway, let's move on. Um, how are we doing, brother? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Um, we've had a bit of news involving a scouser. Wayne Rooney, retired from playing. Oh, that one? Yes. All right, yeah. Um, retired from playing. Now, obviously, left United a few years ago. But it's a good time to reflect, I think, Wayne Rooney, because... Hear me out on this thing. This is going to sound like the craziest thing. Do me a favour, though. Turn the heating off. It's well hot in here. <laughs> I like it warm. I, like, I mean, I, I know it's warm, but I like Alex, it warm. you do it well. He's wibbling on. Yeah, thank you. Wibbling on. Um, Wayne Rooney, right? Is this crazy to say that despite being England's greatest ever goal scorer, Manchester United's greatest ever goal scorer, winning the lot, he's almost a bit underrated. Um, no, I think that'd be all right to say, to be honest, because I think his time at United was overshadowed by two great men, so Alex Ferguson and Ronaldo. And I think he was instrumental in success for both of those lads, men, gentlemen, scholars. But <laughs> he probably suffered. I mean, it's like when people talk about some of the greatest ever players, like Dennis Urban will never get brought up. And it's probably wrong. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like when that. people talk about Ballon d'Or winners, it's always forwards. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. never hear of a goalkeeper no. being brought up for it. You don't really hear of, like, Roy Keane, for a few years, was one of the biggest forces of nature I've ever seen in a football shirt. My favourite United player of all time, probably Keane. Right? And when people start talking about... Because goals are what we remember, Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so I think... I think he probably is a touch underrated. Was it 200... Premier League goals and 100 Premier League assists. It's Man. not bad, that. Can I just get a quick, sorry, Steve, in the comments, because a few people are asking, and I wanted to clear this up, about Rennie Merlin-Steen. Oh, because yeah. Rennie was going to be, be on, yeah, and yeah. He, was, he was on his way. We're going to put him there. <laughs> yeah. So I texted him at half Go 12. On, tell it, you, um, sorry, you tell it. Text him at half 12 and said, um, we're still on for today. And he went, yep. And he went, all right, sound. 20 minutes later, he rings me. And he goes, right, so uh, here's the problem. 
And I already knew by the fact that he just rang me 20 yeah. minutes after telling me it was on. He goes, uh, I was just leaving the house because I thought I'd come down nice and early and have a chat and all that. Lot. And he goes, um, he goes, Mrs. goes, where are you going? <laughs> and he was like, I'm going into Manchester. And he was like, we've got the thingy to do, something personal. And, right. um, and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he phones us up and he's like, so he said, can we do Monday? And I said, yeah. And he was like, oh, he's, I think he's got a bit of work to do Monday. He wasn't sure if he'd finish in time. So he said, we'll do Friday. So next Friday it'll be in. There's something to look forward to. And obviously then we can look back on the win at Anfield. And all the caper that there is. Uh, yes, hopefully. Then we've got a graphic up. Uh, Rooney made 559 total appearances for Manchester United Football Club and scored 253 goals. Pretty good, that. It's all right, isn't it? What's your favourite way, Rooney goal? Don't lie to me. Uh, Newcastle. Oh, do you know what? This is boring because it's mine as well. That volley where he's round with the ref. Because it, it just encaps. If you, if someone had to say to me, explain Wayne Rooney. There's either that or there's a drop ball against Hull, right? That's how you explain. Someone goes, you've got six seconds. Explain Wayne Rooney. You go there. You go. Look at that. So he's arguing with the ref. He probably tells the ref to fuck off, and then a ball comes just loose in the air, and he's like fucking dish. <laughs> Yeah, and you're right. Do you know what? It is boring, but so what? I don't it's, care. Uh, What's is. your greatest um, moment of blah, blah, blah? Well, it's the obvious ones. Yeah, Mac is in the comments saying people forget his goal against Barcelona because we lost the final, but a great yeah. goal. Uh, yeah, and lost. a great go If that had been a winner in a final, never at the end of it. there'd be posters of it all over the show. I mean, the obvious one that most people go for is the derby goal, isn't it? The, the overhead kick. I didn't. I thought he shinned it. I mean, I mean, he still scores a belting goal, yeah. but he, the tech. I mean, because I think Steve Ferguson going on a technique was perfect, and I'm going, it wasn't really, though, was it? Do you know what I mean? It's I like, don't give a fuck, but let, yeah. no, let, let's not call it perfect technique. It is shit. <laughs> Unless he I went, think, I'm going to shin this in, in which case, fuck I think as well, part of it was the occasion. It's the derby, it's the winner, and it's a great goal. Don't get me wrong, I don't care if it came off his bum. It's still a magnificent goal. But yeah, I, I, I just, for the, the way he did it at Newcastle, against Newcastle. I love that. Arguing with just the ref. Have a bit of that. And then, yeah. I mean, even a celebration, and he just going, Urgh! I loved early Rooney. Do you know when he used to like shoot? You should never have got married, Jay. Oh. When he used to shoot, and you go, what are you shooting for? Oh, he scored. <laughs> I remember his hat trick. I mean, me and Ben watched his hat trick together, uh, his debut, and you just go, what have we bought? If this is his debut. That's ridiculous. What have it? we bought? And I mean, even if you'd have said to us, you know what, lads, he's going to score another 250 goals. You'd have gone, yeah. fuck it. And you're even that like it's what is it just it's just over one in two in it yeah right and people go oh, it's not good anymore because Messi and Ronaldo and Lewandowski broke goals basically yeah they did that's still mega do you know what the thing about that is as well we need to take into account several things yeah it wasn't a number nine for was it a number nine a lot no. of that. didn't take penalties for a long time Luis Sahar and Ronaldo took penalties ahead of Wayne Rooney. And let's have it right. He could have come into that team and said, I'm going to win. I'm a 30 million quid wonder kit, wonder buy. I'm taking, but I can take penalties. I'll take, but he didn't. He was happy to let other people do it. He wasn't actually that good at penalties. He was all right, wasn't he? He's, he's average, wasn't yeah, he? I think, you think yeah. what is it you say on a penalty? What's the, the going rate? Uh, 7.2. So if you, you, you 10, should you be scoring, score yeah, you should be scoring three, really. Right. So you sorry, should be scoring seven out, out, of, ten. out of 10. And that was his record there or thereabouts, wasn't it? It wasn't, better than that he was it's, sort of, av it's average but but you still got a right to demand to take him do you yeah. know what I mean I don't think anyone would have complained even free kicks he could have had a few more in them yeah it's good like you say that Fenerbahce was it game. the one that, was it his final ever United goal or was it the one that broke the record Stoke. against Stoke yeah that was, was, that was it record breaking yeah I think it was a record breaking one I mean so, even that was a belting free mate, kick there was only one place he could have put that to score and he did it so I mean, again, do you know what know. my favourite Rooney moment isn't actually a goal 
What? It's the pasta Van Persie. Oh, against Villa. Unbelievable. Oh, silly. It's unbelievable. Fergie said he saw them do that in training as well, which makes it all more special. The, the thing is, it's like, he, he had that ability and he had that raw ability, he had that raw talent. And in many ways, that sort of got forgotten about because he was such a big player and the fact that all this other stuff and the goals. But what's this? Can't believe it. Just one pre-cancel house and back. All oh, right, yeah. Rohan in the chat there. <laughs> Word keeps popping up here in the chat for some reason. I've no idea why. Um, I always think as well with Rooney, two injuries away from being spoken about in Messi and Ronaldo terms. Euros, 2004. Winning the Euros would have helped. Yeah. Can you imagine what he'd have done after that as well, though? Yeah. The yeah. confidence that he'd have had. Just won the Euros, just signed for United, just have some of this. And also, Munich 2010. We lift the Champions League that season Probably. and the league, and he carries us to both. Well, Tony Strudwick on my warm down explains it went off like fucking the dressing room. He said, and they spent 15 minutes calming it down, and by the time the buzzer went, it was just everyone back out the door again. And he was like, oh, Rooney's injured. Is Rooney injured and Raphael on a yellow at yeah. half time? Yeah. And he was like, the plan was, it was like walking into the touch, uh, into the tunnel. He was like, right, we get Rooney off, we get Raphael sorted on, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, it just fucking goes off in the changing room. And really? it's like, back out and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Raphael's still out. Oh, fuck, he's just got a second yellow. Yeah, and Rooney's <laughs> still out there, oh, injured. Mate. It's mad, that, isn't it? Because that's one of those ones we were talking about this other week, weren't we, when uh, Fred got sent off. I wasn't on the watch along with you, but I was. I know me and you were chatting about afterwards. It was the most obvious second yellow you could almost you could see it coming. Other than it Raul, wasn't yeah, a yellow. yeah, it wasn't. But you could see he's going to end up here because he's it's in the referee's mind, and you know he's he's that type of player. The one with Raphael was worse though because you knew nailed on he's getting a second yellow. Like I remember, everyone was like, "Why is he not been took off yet?" And you just explain why because basically they forgot. More people need. To, I mean, Rene would have probably dropped some right nuggets on us today yeah, yeah. if he was here. But because um, there's there's some stories uh, which I know he said off camera, so I'm not going to repeat them on camera. I know what you're about, and I'm going to try and tease him out of him next week. But I know that there's been some incidents, shall we say? Double uh, <laughs> uh, H says Caper has officially become goated. Um, I know that there's um, some incidents that have happened in changing rooms that need airing. And there's more that I reckon we've never heard. I know, man. Do you know what? He's one of those, Rennie, because just talks to him like, for days. He's got so many stuff. And the way he talks as well. He's got one of places where he's just like, what? You can see why he was an amazing coach, because yeah. he's like really enthusiastic about yeah. the way he speaks and stuff like that. And the first time he came down here, um, we did my podcast with us. We did the podcast, and it was amazing. And then we finished the podcast... And he put it through about four more gears and you're just sitting there like... Yeah, yeah. Could you not have just said this 20 minutes know, ago? Mate. By the way, immediately put his feet on the desk as well, which is a power move, but I respect it. Yeah, you got to respect that, mate. Come on. this is a Just guy like that, up, mate, yourself at home. This is a guy that you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Honestly. <laughs> Do you want another brew? Like, Rene, with United, um, wasn't the assistant, but I think, because it was Mickey, I think Rene was... Aguero shinning it into the crowd and a bullshit VAR, some VAR would have overruled against Chelsea away from United winning seven titles on the spin. Right Think about that. Oh. And we lost Ronaldo halfway through that. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I love, I love Reddit. I love the videos of him like with um, Rude and then a young Jesse or a young Danny Welbeck or mm. whatever, like, because he was there for so long and like showing the kids, right, hey, you know, Rude's going to teach you some things there. And just the way he was with the younger players, the way he was with the, the team, just an, an amazing coach. And I'm looking forward to getting him on next week, man, because it's going to be epic. It always is. Yeah, and every, one of those guys, whenever he talks, you just want to listen to him. And as a United fan, that's what you want to hear. And also, with, with what's going on, 
it'd be good to pick his brains about what he thinks about Ollie and Darren Fletcher coming into the coaching setup and that sort of thing and, and what he's made of the season so far. And hopefully, like I said earlier, us still being on top when he's there. Yeah. Um, you know, worst case scenario, we'll be joint top again. Because <laughs> that'll be a thing again, if oh, we are. I mean, it's not a thing today. That's been Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, still top. Yeah. Not uh, top, but joint top. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rooney's going into management. Do you reckon he's going to do all right or what? Well, I know he's been a manager, sorry. He's been, I think he's permanent now. He? Yeah, he's Barbie. retired from playing, which is obviously why we started talking about him earlier. But now he's um, also just focusing full-time on being a manager. Um, I asked Rio about this last week on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, and I said, did you see Rooney being a manager? And he went, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, he says there's some people where you go, you're being led down a path. Where, yeah. Like he said, gigs was one. He goes, you could see it a mile off. He goes, it might have been like he was like 40 as well. Yeah. But you could see it coming a mile off that they was going to make him a manager. Um, he said, Rooney. He goes, now it's a bit of a shock. Really? I think he said Ollie, he could tell. Yeah. Because I remember interviewing Rooney once and he said about going into management. And I was surprised that he wanted to do that. And he was talking about, you know, what, getting to coaching and management. Because I always thought, I just didn't think of him. I mean, obviously, I don't know it. Is he too like good to be a good coach? I get where you're coming from because it's the touch of the Brian Robsons and the keynotes. It's like, no, I told you to do Yeah, this. why don't you just fucking drill yeah, past well, three people yeah. and top bins it, you yeah. know, bad? What's wrong with you? <laughs> why are you taking two touches there? Um, maybe, but, you know, there are exceptions to that rule. Zidane has had some success. Cup success. Yeah, cup success, granted, but... I think he has won a league, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it's not always a case of a good player can't be a good manager. It's just most of the top, top players. Like, Generally Even don't. gigs. Is it because really they start... Is it because if you're success. a AAA player, yeah. you start in a AAA job rather than going and going to Norway and, and earning you, your do, stripes do or starting in a championship club or something like that? That's a really good point, I know, because you know, even Giggs' his first gig, pardon the pun, Giggity. was um was caretaker at United. Yeah. And unlike Ollie, who came in as caretaker after, as you said, he'd been at Mulder for three seasons and been at Cardiff. Well, he'd managed hundreds of games. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you know, he's he's been in the dressing room as the manager lots and lots of times. I mean, the difference that must have been from Giggs, because even you know, Giggs had one um game in the dugout where he was in a tracksuit with a kitten underneath it. Like <laughs> it wasn't it's not the same as no. the preparation that you would get into. I mean, I've learned so much this year with yeah, running Paddock FC about how much work you have to have in terms of prep. And I manage a fucking level 15 team. Like, not a Premier League team where I can imagine there's probably 15 interview things you've got to do pre-post, half-time, all that sort of shit. That, you've got to plan that into your day. Yeah. Like, I have to plan 10 minutes to write my fucking team sheet out because it takes ages. And you've got to... They do it in a weird way. So Go it's on. like... Surname, first name, initial. Like, and it, I fuck it up every I'm, time. I'm out already. There's the two. I fuck it up every time. It's Maybe funny. to the left handed as well. I think I just me and you talking about this the week. Because I, I mean, lad started going to football and I chat to one of the coaches, he's a big United fan. Um, me and him chat and he said it just takes over your life when you're coaching. He says, like, he'll, he used to go for meals and he's like, I know it's the old sort of joke, but he would be moving the salt shaker and doing tactics on the light. And his missus like, just forget about football or, you know, you're constantly on your phone or thinking, oh, is that player fit yet? Is he back from injury? And this is, and this is obviously like a kid's level. He's coaching a lot of kids, but he says it does does con all consuming. And I've seen it with you where you're like, proper on it. I, mean, I don't envy you at all. It's like the last thing that I could be bothered doing. But it's good, man. It's rewarding as well, isn't it? But yeah, but to go from being a player for 20 years, literally Ryan Giggs was a schoolboy the last time he didn't play football. Yeah. Like he went from maths homework to play football 
to play football, to play football, to play football, to play football, to play football. Now he's got an entirely different <laughs> thing. Have you ever heard him talk about when he scored skill? So he scored skill in Swinton and he said, I'd walk to school with the football at my feet. <laughs> I just won at school, run at school with a football dribbling down the street, get to school, play football all the time, come home, play football. So it's just constant football, in it? And then like playing, obviously, a million miles away from being a manager, being briefly in charge of Manchester United, on the back of David Moyes, who's just, you know, took the champions to mid-table. Not only, uh, it's like a baptism of fire, that, isn't it? As they say. Wales is a job that I think suits him very well. Yeah, um, I, I love to see It's a part-time job, yeah. let's be real. International manager is a part-time job. I'm surprised he took that route, really, to be honest. Because I, I know that he's extremely close to Fergie. Yeah. And Fergie always talks about international being uh, an experienced, older man that's half-retired. That's where you go for internationals. Because Fergie talks about you know, how he turned England down twice. And he's like, there's multiple reasons for it. But he goes, I also just didn't want a part-time job. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely that, in it? And like you say, you think if gigs had gone to somewhere like, I don't know, just a, a championship team, for example, earned his stripes, got him promoted, he'd be probably first name on the list, wouldn't he, for United? <coughs> I think he's very high up on the list still. Do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, was it you I was showing the video to yesterday? No, I don't think Quit so. Quitting Fortune. No, no. Is it, oh, right. Um, when Quentin Fortune was on my podcast, we, Ollie had just been appointed. Right. It was about a week before Quentin Fortune got a job at United as well, right. by the way. So you're allowed to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, briefly. And then not allowed to talk to him again. Yeah. Uh, and I fucking love Quentin. I think he's ace. Yeah, he's and a good lad. to be one of the few guys where Roy Keane will name check you like the first three people, and not like a, a world-class player either, but if Roy Keane name checks you and you're of the level of Quentin Fortune, there was something about you. Course, yeah, and, and that's not disrespectful for Quinton Fortune. He obviously knows his role in that squad, squad player. But as you say, Keane, who played alongside so many great midfielders and players for that, man loves Quinton Fortune. Says it all, doesn't it? So um, we was talking about Quint. We was talking about. Um, we said, "Oh, Joe, if if who we think was behind this appointment was behind this appointment," and I went like that and looked at the camera, and then Quinny goes and looks at the camera and we both burst out laughing and you know you can make your own mind upon whatever you think whatever you think that was um but if that person um was um involved in the appointment of Oligon Solskjaer and it's been a relative success compared to the appointment of what Jose Mourinho was I say relative yeah at least in terms of it's probably financially a success compared to the wastage that we saw. Yep. We've seen a lot cleared off the wage bill. Yeah, I think if you're looking at it from boardroom level, I think you'd probably call it a success. We've seen a lot of youngsters brought into the team, probably raised their value. And I hate that this is a conversation that you have to have in terms of that there's got to be these monetary things attached to it. But from a boardroom level, that's a, a thing that they're going to pay attention to. I bet it's on a quarter of what Jose was yeah, as manager. Definitely. Um so you have to say this has been a relative success. And the next time the managerial appointment comes up, I wonder if they'll ask the unnamed person again for a bit more input. Yeah, because I heard, and you can probably, just quickly, sorry, in the super chat, uh, Devesh Babu says, Rooney was the reason I started watching United. So he gave me something I love so much and I love him. Because of the um, the currency and the name, I'm just guessing. I'm assuming that's a foreign fan. And I think Rooney is that for so many of United fans. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? You'll forget. Like, forget how big a player he was, how important a player, how but many he fans. Was, he was a TV driver. And also, because me and you are a little bit older. Um, You're older, though. I, I know, I am several years older. Um, 
we had a great, great player, great player, great player, great player. For a younger player, younger generation, like Rooney's your first star. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're coming on the back of after Ronaldo's left. He's the main man, isn't he? I mean, even if you came in the mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because actually, when he came first, in, he was bigger um, He was bigger than Ronaldo, wasn't he? Because he was a big, oh, yeah. big, massive sign. And Ronaldo was like, let's give this kid a chance. Well, Rooney he was, was like, still in the boom. give the kid a chance thing when Rooney came in and it was, oh, my yeah. fucking God. He was like three times the price. Yeah, of course. Um, the first player's name that I had on a shirt of Jaden's was Rooney. Second was Evers. What's that? Did you get it signed? Uh, I've got the Ever one. Yeah. Not the Rooney one, though. No. I don't even know if I've still got the Rooney one. But I've still actually physically got the, the Ever one. I took it to Marseille when I went yeah. to go see Paddy there, yeah. Ugh, mate. Have you ever met Rooney? Uh, I have, but I've never really had a full-blown conversation with him. Yeah, he's proper sound as well. I've interviewed him a few quiet, times on the radio. He's just dead that way from that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's just say, you can just tell he's not phased or he's changed. He's still this, like pretty scouse lad he was. He's, just pretty, <laughs> he's dead honest, like dead open. It's funny because I spoke to him just before we signed Pogba. And you have to be coy when you try to do these interviews because they can't talk about certain things. So I was like hinting, like, um, would you like to see, I think we bought Mkhitaryan and we were getting Pogba. And I was like, any more additions coming in, possibly a French midfielder? And he was like, Paul Pogba's a great player. <laughs> great to see him at United. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> Just like, didn't care. Yeah, there's a lot of restrictions in it when you're interviewing players. Yeah, can't talk about that, can't yeah. talk about this, can't talk about that, can't talk about it. Ask him about his new fucking nemesis boot or whatever. Oh, yeah, and the thing that no one really cares about. And it's just like, you, you ask them questions before you can get to the nitty But he was really good. And it'd be amazing to see him do well at Derby. I hope he does, because you still got to have a bit of fondness, aren't you, for Wayne Rooney? Do you know what I love about Wayne Rooney? Remember when he came with Everton and everyone was chanting his name and he didn't wave? <laughs> <laughs> he came off and summoned all like the whole of Old Trafford. Rooney and he just didn't even acknowledge it. I just thought, that's right. I just, I, for some reason, I like that. I didn't like how it felt like a job to him at times. <sighs> and th there's a thing about, and this is, I always end up having a big row with people on this. The legendary status for me, I used to have. Um, the most stringent rules for my legendary set. I used to say there was only one. You, you, your, your rules were ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember you telling me this and I was like... Which what? means there's only one legend in the game of football, which was Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Has he done all this? Um, well, fuck off I then. I know, I know. <laughs> World Cup, Ballon d'Or, European Cup. Did he survive Munich? Right, well, he's off the list then, isn't he? <laughs> like, Busby Babe. He was at the time when he finished, United's leading scorer, England's leading scorer, all of those sorts of things. From midfield, by the way, as well. Um... And I used to say Bobby Charlton's our only legend. Yeah. But then I've softened since. You've softened. I mean, my, my <laughs> argument has always been, I will not have any discussion that doesn't involve Brian Robinson and Roy Keane. Yeah, and that, that's right. that's yeah. why it breaks yeah. down. Because you go, How's, Keane's the most winningest captain this club's yeah. ever had. Is he not a legend? You're like, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, you well, so you're, 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 I know you're younger, but you're old enough to have seen Brian Robson play and know what he did for this club. And I, I understand Brian yeah, Robson. So. And it's like, my own favourite player, Cantona, well, I'd love him to be a legend at yeah. the club. And to most people, like, of course he's a fucking legend. Like, yeah, but I have done, my standards yeah. are here. And he was only there four years. <laughs> but there was, I mean, Solskjaer, right, was never as good as Rooney, never as good as Cantona, never as good as fucking, he's probably the worst player, maybe by Gary Neville on that wall, right? Yeah. But he's a legend. The yeah. 20 legend thing existed while he was still a player at this club. That wasn't something that we decided when he was appointed manager. Yeah. That was the thing in the fucking noughties. It's probably on the 27th of fucking May 1999 that got decided. Yeah. I would say Rooney is a United legend. But yeah. 
And that, that doesn't mean there's a but there. I would say, but there was a disconnect with the fans. That was, you go... Uh, there was there was two instances, one not There was... No, not these even. Oh, no, right, go on then. Because I know you're going to say the transfer request. Yes. To, uh, when I'm going to leave to sit here. Yeah, and what was the other one you was going to say? The Chelsea one. Oh, that, I mean, that, that was Fergie that I think I tried it? to engineer. That. Right, okay. I mean, okay. Fergie never talk about transfers and then towards like his last five games in charge, he's like, yeah, Rooney's asked for a transfer. Yeah. But then he said, like, he, then it was like, well, he didn't actually, do you know what I mean? And Rooney sort of said, I'm glad that was cleared up, didn't he? It was all very weird. I didn't like that as well because I remember when we won the title um, in 2013, the last time we won it, he didn't hug Rooney, did he? They did like that weird little like, <laughs> it was like there was still a little bit of needle between him. And I, I hate all that, me. I'd Is rather that because, see him like, getting on. Like Keane... Rooney's very fucking forthright personality and it's probably too close to Fergie, if anything, and they yeah. just fucking... Yeah, I think there was a match. little bit of that and it was a shame because, you're right, there was a time when the fans were fuming with Rooney. I remember, I think it was against West Brom, it might have been, where he, he brought Rooney and Skulls on together off the bench because Rooney was likely to get booed. And that's how bad it was. But no one was going to boo when Skulls is coming on the pitch. There was the game at the time as well when he looked like he's going Chelsea. I think he won a few fans over. This sounds crazy, but do you remember when he flew into that tackle and the guy had boots that were like sharp studs? That's in the title season. Yeah, and nearly severed his artery. And everyone was like, we can't really hate this guy because he gives his all. Even if it is a job to him, he yeah. still gives 100% but in his job. There was always that vibe of a job. And then when he moved to Everton, you see him in like Everton pyjamas and shit and yeah. you go, that's, that's him. And he's a fan. And I guess you've got to be all right with him being true to who he is, which is as an Everton fan. And you'd never want him to go, I'm a United fan, because he's not, he's an Everton fan. Yeah. But there was other players. I mean, like, Everett's an example. He threw him entirely self into Manchester United. Um, and there was, you know, Ollie is another example of that. Because of his connection to the fans, it felt closer than it ever did with Rooney. And people always go, oh, it's because of Scouser. It was never an issue for me. No, no, me neither. I don't think it is just that. And I think, if anything, you think, like, you know, He's a, you know, he's an Evertonian. Mm. So there's a mutual dislike of Liverpool Football Club. Um, there was always that element, though, and I think I think sometimes as well, because we're spoiled, you've got Evera, you've got Rio's a, a, a similar thing of, of throwing himself into the club. He calls being, us we. Yeah, and when you've got a player that doesn't quite do that. Oh, and there's an exclusive coming out as well, because um, maybe not this week, maybe the week after, Rio's going to tell about how much he hated United before he joined us. He's like jealous of the success and stuff like that. And he goes, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great podcast, trust me. Nice one. We've got a few super chats we're going to get into. Uh, Aman Saxena says, Rooney was United's poster boy for more than a decade. Thoughts? Facts. Yep, facts. Nothing but facts in that super chat, my friend. Uh, Peter Kelly. Good to see Peter again. He always commenting in, in the super chats. Rooney was probably the only player fell out with Fergie and wasn't sold like Beck, Stamp, Keane, etc. Keane fell out with him in two thousand, but or, or ninety eight, and didn't get binned because he was he was good. at the peak of his game when he was thirty four and he fell out of him. <laughs> Off you Bye. go, son. Um, Aman Saxena again. Another super chat says was a normal kid in India when one day I saw the entire stadium chant Rooney's name to come on as a sub for England. I was shocked. Found out he played for United. Been a United fan ever since. There you go, you see. Turning England fans into United fans, or not even England fans, someone was watching an England game, I think. Um, turning them into United fan. Um, Ross Murphy as well. Good to see Ross in the chat. Uh, Wayne Rooney won everything you can ever want as a player. Shame he didn't win a World Cup. His legacy will live on in the memories. Can I just say, I get where Ross is coming from. Fuck England. I'm, I'm not even that bothered about the World Cup thing. No, he won uh, everything domestically. Yeah, I'd, I'd, rather, everything. He won, I'd rather he won a he Champions League. He won a fucking Europa League and who even gives a fuck about them? 
Hey, das macht einer. Soll ich jemand kaufen? Du noch einer. Ja. Das ist ridiculous. Ja, in der No. Nope. Okay. Really? We've got a League Cup. Oh, okay. It's got an FA Cup. We've got a Champions League. Good point, well made. Thank you. Uh, Illy Van says Rooney was a workhorse with speed and a killer instinct for. Do you know what? He was so fast. People <laughs> yeah. don't even know how fast he was. I remember seeing a, a table. This is fucking 2007, eight maybe, yeah. right? And it was uh, the fastest players in England. So it was, well, it must have been like eight because Ronaldo was on it. I think it was Walcott was the fastest, Shock. then Ronaldo, then Rooney. Rooney was 0.2 mile an hour faster with the ball than without it. What? That's Everyone else was like half a mile an hour drop off because they had a ball. Rooney, puppy mode. <laughs> Just faster with the ball than he was without it. <laughs> he was one of those as well, Rooney, that like he'd run 90 yards to chase after someone and get the ball back. And that was his detriment. Yeah. Because like, if he'd have like, had what a Rooney missed there? the boy yeah. boat. Why are you right back? That's Stand not your there. job. If Rooney had stood there with his hands on his hips, yeah. in the box going, where's the ball? Yeah, he'd have got it as well. Yeah, he'd like, have got it for goals. him. But he was like, no, I'm getting myself. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing, Wayne? I'll get it, don't worry. Yeah, no, 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 you do, no. <laughs> No, you don't. Oh, you put him in the stands as well. That's a yellow. Um, sorry, just to finish off Illy's chat as well. He says, uh, you got to respect that. Love him. Cheers from Austria. Thanks for the chat and agreed. Um, oh, we've got, is there another one? It's, that's it. Um, someone else says, Mr. Goal says, we'll never forget his Newcastle goal when he clearly wanted to boot the ref, but took it out on the ball. He had that side to him, didn't he, Rooney? And I think there's a reason why certain number of fans, even though there was that disconnect in a way, in a sort of on the flip side of that there is a connection with him because he was like us in the sense of he wasn't polished for sort of it wasn't like Michael Owen put in front of a camera and oh, like, oh no. I like playing football actually though you know. Rooney has been medium no um, yeah um, yes actually yeah uh, but he's but a boring he, interview yeah but, his podcast's alright but, but he's a boring as a player he was like he still had that I know he did that show didn't he that was Patchy, unbelievable tackles, street striker, or whatever it was called. <laughs> um, but he felt like that. He was just a lad. He was like, I mean, when he made his debut for Everton, he went home and played football in the street. And after he played in the Premier League, he was saying, Yeah, he's he, mad. He, he was a hell of a footballer, uh, and maybe to his own detriment that he wasn't um, maybe as asked about the personal accolades as Ronaldo was. Uh, maybe what maybe he wasn't as selfish as Rude was, and just wanted to bag all the time. I think he just wanted to charge around like a fucking loon and see what impact he could have on games. And do you know what? There ain't, there ain't, there ain't many characters in the game as, oh. as big as him. And you look at those goals, you always look like some of the goals, like the Arsenal goals in the Champions League, counter-attacking goals. It's A lot of the time, it's his selflessness that creates that. Barcelona in the semi-final, massive underrated performance, defending from the front, wasn't it? Like Barcelona, like I'm gonna talk about what, pressing. What the hell's this? Let's let, we can't get it out of our box. Yeah, and you got Rooney. Because you've got Tevez Rooney and Tevez yeah, just like, absolutely yeah. mad dogging. Yeah, you. give us that one. You're like, what? What's going on here? No wonder that team was good, mate. It was mate sick. We, not only you had them two absolutely mad dogging you. You yeah. had the best player in the world who would just score goals for fun. Yeah. You had a defense that wouldn't give you the fucking time of day, and you had a goalkeeper that wouldn't let the ball in the back of the net. No wonder it was good. You know what I mean? I could have played centre mid. Oh, yeah, you know, leave skulls, you there. Oh, he's just done that. Oh, that was a good idea, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Baxter in the Super Chat says, I wish I'd paid more attention to Rooney when he was at his peak. Legend, do you think we'll ever see another striker in his mould for us again? Never say never. Yeah, you will. You know what I mean? I don't want to say, like, oh, that's it. By his mould, do you think he was, like, 24 years old at 16? Because that was the mould he was in. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rooney was a phenomenon in the same way that Matt Mason's a phenomenon. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's the same player or anything like that, but 
the sort of way you go in at sort of 18. Or the f- but Mason's still a child yeah. at 18, yeah. whereas Rooney was like a bloke. Was he 16, Rooney, when he made his debut for Everton? For Everton, yeah. And he's got that goal, that goal against Arsenal. And the commentator's like, remember the name, Wayne Rooney. And you think, how many times did he say that about kids? Every kid. Yeah. Anyone who's 17 or Yeah, remember the name. And it's like some guy who's probably, you know, playing lower league now. But yeah, he got it right on that one. Uh, Luke Hostad in the Super Chat says, Rooney is my Cantona. Different personas, but what they brought to the team. I can only imagine how you guys felt with no, King you can't. Eric. No, you fucking can't. United, right? <sighs> I don't even watching us three years at this moment. So we've got 90, uh, 91, 92. Yeah. Right. Uh, November 92, back end of November. At my birthday party at Old Trafford, when we signed him, the day we signed him. They had to cut my birthday party short. Cheek. Signing some French dude. So <laughs> I will give you the shirt that he held up on the pitch as compensation. Sound. Mum sewn a fucking black number onto it. It's white lettering, <laughs> before you ask. Is it fucked? Yeah, it's fucked. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because we signed him, it just said Cantona. There was no number. There was no squad numbers in the day. As mum's day, thought I'll help you here, son. There's a black number seven. Black number seven. From then. a fucking volleyball team or something. <laughs> it's not even the same, man. A mate of mine, got, I remember him getting... Got to take the string out so you don't strangle yourself. <sighs> not an idiot. Mate. <laughs> yeah. All right, you take it out. I remember a mate of mine got nine on the back of his shirt. Can't nine. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, so this is like... Shock is nine. It was the day before. It was the year before squad numbers. Squad numbers came in yeah. the year after, um, which is why Eric ended up with seven and that. But um, for those first few years of watching us. McClare wasn't on fire to the point he was where he came in no, the first season. No, his peak was late 80s, wasn't it? Usually was your target man. Yeah. Holding an entire back four off. Yeah. Squat down with the biggest legs you've ever seen and the shortest shorts you've ever seen. Lovely. Literally. They must have been so close to balls just popping out at any given moment. <laughs> any moment. I, I tell you what, with 4K TVs now, you'd yeah. be seeing balls. Of course you would. You would. With a better look. You just wouldn't see balls because it was terrible TV. Um, and we couldn't fucking buy goals. We had, we had a good defence. We had a fucking hell of a good midfield. We couldn't fucking score goals. I think Sparky went 13 games without a goal towards the other night in one night. So, if memory serves, either 11 or 13, if I'm doing a disservice there. But, you, you know, imagine that now. <laughs> 13 games without a goal, you striker. Oh. The meltdown would be unbelievable. Especially but, when you paid a lot of money for him, like yeah. you did. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... It was like, you know, something needed to change because like you've mentioned there about the 2008 team, go back to that 91-92 team, quality defence, solid midfield, quality midfield, wingers, Konchelski spinning, going to come into his own, Giggs bursting on the scene, Lee Sharp as well. Like yeah, Giggs is, but between Giggs and Sharp, you've got the two best left wingers on in the league. Um, and it's just that final fit when you're not quite getting the numbers and the goals that you need to be to win the title and then... Eric came in, and I remember when we signed Eric. He had as many goals as assists. That's what I mean. I don't think I fully grasped the, the sort of, the impacts of what he was doing. I thought, like, we've got him off Leeds. I remember him at Leeds, and obviously they just won the title. This is great. He's a good player. My first words. Dad's used to smoke roll-up. He's like, ah. you're holding the shirt up like yeah. that. They just give us this. Like, who is it? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> just signed him. When? <laughs> Now isn't that? <laughs> well, the fact. And I went, ooh. Vaguely. I remember ooh. him. I, I remember him from the charity <laughs> shield, funnily enough, because he scored against the Scouts in trick, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Like, obviously, I, 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 I remember reading the paper about yeah. him. Because one of them was a flying header. I think so, yeah. He was like, he was, and he played at Old Trafford, and I've seen him. He's always new to quality, but. Contenor. But the facts as well, the fact that he was only a million quid, which is obviously a bargain, but it was like. 
it was still a bit of a gamble mm. by Fergie. It was like, everyone was like, he's a fucking loon. Yeah, he can. He's, he's Balotelli, basically. Yeah, he is. He's like, you know, causes loads of shit, falls out of everyone. He'd been banned from the French squad for calling the manager a shitbag. He'd been Banff. booted out of Marseille for a fucking two foot or 25 yard run up on some cunt. Yeah. Um, he hit a ref, I think. He threw, threw a ball at a ref, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he'd come over here. He was a. Um, he went on trial at Chef, Chef Wednesday. They made him play fucking futsal. Have you seen that? Yeah. That's midnight, isn't it? Mad. That's crazy. That's so mad. <laughs> like, if you go, right, if you go on, like, YouTube or whatever, at Google, and just do Eric Cantona's Sheffield Wednesday trial, and you'll see him, like, playing, like, Steve saying, futsal or five, like, a version of five side. And you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. And at the end of it, Trevor Francis went, hmm. Not sure about him. Let's have another look. You've just played him at six aside. How yeah. about putting him on a fucking grass field, yeah. you maniac? And fit, and, uh, so somehow Leeds pick him up, and I don't even know that story, how Leeds ended up. Well, apparently, him. Trevor Francis like, wanted to give him another trial or see more of him. Eric's like, mate, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And then Leeds were like, all right, come here, let's have a look at you. <laughs> yeah, actually, he's all right. He's quite decent. Scores a couple of goals, they win the title. He's got like four from Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't like, yeah, it was just, he was like, the, the little bit they needed to get over the line, which we lacked. Mm. Had he come to us in 91, 92, we'd won the league. Yeah, he gave them like those important like little 1-0 wins that he did for us. He comes to Old Trafford, <laughs> he puts his collar up because it was cold because he made his debut on the 6th of December, 1992 uh, against City. He actually played a fucking game in Benfica midweek beforehand, <sighs> which I only found about about 10 years ago. That's mad, that, isn't it? Uh, we just fucked off to Benfica midweek <laughs> for a friendly in December. You know, many, you all know how many games there is in December. Millions, right? Let's <laughs> just go Portugal for a match. Bring that new lad. Who, the French one? Yeah, bring him. We'll do all the photos out there. Do you know him signing? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> he plays his first game, comes on as a sub. Um, he's got his collar up because it was fucking Baltic because it was Manchester in December. And then he's like, yeah, I like that. We're keeping it. Cool. And an icon was born. And he just walked out onto the Old Trafford turf, his fucking chest out, like, I'm fucking hearing it. And as an impressionable fucking 10 or 11 year old, I'm like, oh, that's the shit. Yeah. That is the shit. Look at him. Yeah. He stands there like that. It's so... But do you know what you love about Eric as well is you can't ignore the fact he was crazy. <laughs> and you love that. Like I love a nutter. Yeah. Who goes into the crowd and batters someone? No one. Who does that and doesn't get told off at Fergie? <laughs> <laughs> That story of back in the changing rooms is sensational, yeah. isn't go, it? Go on. He, so um, Lee Sharp tells it wrong because after players he mentioned... It, to be fair, he's, he's trying his best, I get that. He's after like, players he mentioned didn't play that day. Yeah. But he goes round the entire fucking team. You, you fucking lost your man. You're a fucking shithouse. you got to fucking finish them. Yeah. Schmeichel, you fucking... I thought you were the best goalkeeper in the world. Fucking blah, 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 blah. Eric, you can't do things like that, son. <laughs> <laughs> and then just moves on to the next one yeah. starts laying into them and it's just like you know it's like this time when they all turned up in a they had a dinner and um, they had to wear like a suit and tie well he's a big proponent of the club blazer and yeah. he loves the, yeah. the slacks yeah. and the club blazer and, and the club tie and I think it was I think it might have been Lee Sharp tells this story as well he turned Lee Sharp turned up and he's, he's it was Pallister and Ince turned up oh with like the, the like missing a tie or something no the tie wasn't done oh right enough. yeah so the like, so, top button's undone yeah. ties down here Fergie goes ballistic. Two weeks wages. Yeah. That's a fucking disgrace. Yeah. Right. Goes off his head. <laughs> Both of them are like, right, okay, yeah, no worries. And then Eric turns up in like jeans and a t-shirt. Late. <laughs> jeans, trainers, t-shirt. I do something. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Not even questioning that. Do you want a drink? Yeah, do you want This one's on me. <laughs> but it's like, that's the thing with Fergie though. Yes, he felt it plays. Yes, he had, but there was, he had, he had 
the, the, the one or two plays, Ronaldo to a certain degree, where he knew I can put up with this because this guy is going to get me. Roy Keane might have been that as well, if he won't have made it, because yeah. those two are just completely at odds with each other now. But Roy Keane got arrested for it in a woman the week of the FA Cup final. Still I captain know. does. I know. Uh, David Keatley in the Super Chat then says, uh, overhead against City, goal of the past decade. Cheers. Um, Illy Vance says, I recommend everyone to watch his assist. This is about about Rooney again. Uh, really chasing him back over the halfway line. DC United. Sliding tackled someone and then um, drives it over the halfway line. It's it for someone to finish, I think. Yeah, he has heart. Um, it, it's pure Royal Rover shit. It is. If you're... Right, go on, let's do it. You're all-time 11. Right? Can't do it. Does Rooney or Eric get in there or both? I can't do it. Can't, yeah. No, and I spoke to my granddad about this, and he's a guy that whose opinion I fucking respect on this and just don't argue with. Yeah. Um, he goes, he says, you can't do it. He goes, give me one of every decade. He oh, goes, and we'll start there. He goes, because think about, right, okay, you pick me. You, let's say 4-4 four, four fucking 2 is our formation. Who's your two midfielders all time for United? And I'll just ruin you with who you've left out. Right. Go on, give me two. Two... Central midfielders. Um, Keenan Robbo. Right, so you left out Paul Scholes. You oh. fucking absolute Johnny come lately. And Bobby Charlton. You're a fucking disgrace, Jeff. <laughs> You've left out um, a Ballon d'Or winning World Cup Munich survivor and fucking sickened. Um, <laughs> you may feel horrible now. Go on, give me another. Pick a left winger. Um, Ryan Giggs. All right, and, you, and no George Best. Get out. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know how I sort this out for myself? I get a get out of jail free card. All right. Which is what I always use. It still causes me an headache. The ones I've seen. Yeah. You're still wrong. I know. Okay. Because yeah. you're going to say Robbo and Keane, and I'm going to say, what about Paul Scholes? Yeah, nah, that's a good point. And I actually saw George Best in a testimonial, so that <laughs> fucking does me on that front as well. <laughs> and strikers, I mean, like, people are going to go, right, Lawman, he's in. Lock him in. He's the only Ballon d'Or winning one we've had. Right. What yeah. about Eric? Yeah, Eric's in. Okay, what about Rude? Well, yeah, Rude's in. Rooney? Yeah, Rooney's in. What about Tommy Taylor? Tommy Taylor scored like a fucking goal a game for like 300 fucking games. Yeah. Well, he's got to be in. All right, that's like seven forwards. Now what? You know Andy Cole? I mean, Andy Cole should be in. Dwight York's European golden boot with the treble. Can we carry on? <laughs> We're so spoiled, aren't we? Exactly. So you've got to do it do by you know decade. I mean? You can't say, here's the team of this decade. Yeah. It's and that's like- it. So when you look at it and you think of the players we've had, it just it just reminds you of how lucky we are to be Manchester United fans. Uh, Jack Carter says, Eric. Capenar. Capenar. <laughs> the king loving the brew guys up the fucking reds. Um, oh, Ross Mervis says, Mrs. on the chat. Yes, she's trying to get hold of me. Don't worry. <laughs> Apparently there's a problem with the boiler. <laughs> some real shit. Yeah, some real live shit going on. Um, can you get Lee Grant on the podcast, says someone. Well, he's probably not doing much else, is he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, maybe one day, yeah, we will do. Because even right, you might laugh at that league round. I know it's a bit of a joke, but anyone that's sort of been around United, like Bojan, for example, played two games against United. You ever chatted to him? So some great stories. About telling Roy Keane to fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. He's still alive, Jay. I know, but he's crazy. Yeah, Bojan is he's he's, he's 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 like. He's not messing. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy some people, act. yeah, no, some people put it on. He's not. <laughs> he's like, and um, I think I'd like to go out with Bojan. Yeah. Oh, mate. I think it was Merton who said like he he went. I can't remember he went. He said um, he went somewhere. He transferred to somewhere and then rang him the same day. I went, do you want to meet me and come out with mates? I'm like, have oh, you got mates there already? He's fucking signed. 
same day. Yeah. So we get mates. <laughs> so I went and met him. He had a load of mates with him. Like, he just made, like, you know. Yeah, I think he'd be a good night out him. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've been out on night out. He was over in, in Norway. Uh, Norway, you know. Yeah. He's, he's proper friendly, proper sound. And he always says, like, he's, he's, he made me laugh because some people say to him, uh, you know, you played for United twice, basically. And he's, people say to him, how many games you played for United? And he said, how many have you played? <laughs> good point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Only two games, but played for Manchester United Football Club. You know, uh, Mike Clegg's got a very interesting perspective on this, which I'd never considered, because we all like to dismiss people who don't play that much. And Lee Grant you know, and, and Bojan are probably yeah. a couple of those. But um, what we don't realise is how much preparation goes into a game. I know. And there's 11 people might take to the field. But do you think there's 11 people that are getting ready for that in the week? No. You know, um, Mike was saying, yeah, I might have only played, I think he actually played enough to qualify for a, a Champions League medal. It must be weird as well with Mike, Mike Clegg, because I remember when I was a kid and he was touted as another big, big star. Do you know what I mean? Like, touted in, and you got to remember, there was a time when we thought almost anyone coming through the <laughs> was going to be like a Skulls. Or, you know what I mean? I know you go, oh, but at the time you did, you thought, Mick Clegg, oh, mate, mate yeah. yeah, trust me. He's going right to the top. You know what I mean? Like John Curtis. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. You know what I mean? And Never seen like, anything like John Curtis yeah. in my life coming through. Honestly, like. and you like, and for so many of these guys, it just didn't happen for whatever reason. And it's like it must be mad for them because it's like, like you say, they were still at United, they were still, but not. Well, mix. Uh, Mike says, you know, he was involved every day training them. Um, mm. You know, they play so many nine and eleven aside games in training and scenario stuff. He was like, I might not have got out at Old Trafford. He was, I was fucking preparing them. Yeah. He goes, I was, you know, I was playing left back against David fucking Beckham in training. He goes, putting him under fucking pressure, kicking yeah. him and fucking making him work hard. And then going back and working with him, going, hang on, what are you trying to do here? And he's like, well, I'm trying to fucking force you that way. And he's like, right. And then Beckham's adjusting his game and they're getting better. And, you know, if you're part of that squad, if you're part of that coaching staff, if you're part of anything to do with preparing them, again, my angle's changed on this as I've learned more. You've got to say... Nah, you deserve your medal. If you yeah. get registered to play for Manchester United in that season and you play once, maybe even if you don't play once, you deserve a medal. Yeah. Because you've helped, you know, that one game he played in the Champions League or in the League Cup or whatever, that give Dennis Irwin the day off. Yeah. Or Gary Neville the day off because his hamstring was a bit tight. That might have stopped a six-month injury for Gary Neville and you don't know the knock-on hey, effect of that. Come on, this is the thing. It's a shame as well, isn't it, because... Now it's changed. What are the rules, actually, Steve? You'll know this. On Premier League appearances to get yourself a medal. Oh, it's it, like four games. Now. Is it four games now? Five, yeah. Yeah, it's gone down on it because it was ten. Um, and there was, you know, back in the day, towards the end of the season, Fergie would start playing loads of kids because we'd already won the league in April. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And I remember seeing us getting beat, like, at home off Charlton and Derby because it was just the reserves playing and Fergie just wasn't bothered. He's just like... Give the kids a run out. Give some debuts and let's see what they're about. Yeah, and he would have probably end up with a medal nowadays because he'd be like, actually, you know what, give you another couple of games you're in. Um, but then you had to get censored, he didn't. And it's just like... I was, um, I was chatting to Rio last night about this, about um, development. Yep. Uh, Rio made his debut at 17, which is madness for a centre-half. Yeah. That should have been a big indicator that he was half good at 17, making his right. fucking debut in the Premier League as a centre-half. And he was skinny as well. Do you remember skinny Rio? He was yeah. well skinny. Like he a was. Lo lollipop. Um, but he was rapid, wasn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell, uh, He was all right. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were talking about the reserve league versus the under-23 league at the moment and how it's just not fucking fit for purpose. Dave Pritt says this about the under-23 league. Shite, mate. He just says, um, you know, he's, I think he says something similar. Look at everyone that's came through at United. 
Even the likes of Lingard yeah. went out on loan as a teenager. If you're still fucking around at Old Trafford, not played first team football anywhere yeah. at 22, I got news for you. Who's that lad today? Is it, oh, I always get his name wrong. The, the lad who used to play up front with a black curly hair, mixed race lad. Is it Lazane? Not Lazane. He, he got released last summer. I can't remember. There's a lad who used to play for the reserves or um, the under 23s. And I've seen him a few times and he looked like decent for him. But oh, what's his name? Is it Ramazani or Lamazani? Ramazani, he's not been that long. He was only he's only twenty, maybe. Oh, is he? He's not that old. Right, sorry. But I saw him my point was he's played for the under twenty three, he does well, but you know, doesn't make the grade. This is it's this just is like the you nightmare. feel like what's he getting out of this here? What's you know what I mean? So like Palestri's looking great in the twenty threes, yeah, but but it's not fit for purpose. That's it's it. It, the the level to the Premier League is Ram up here. Yeah, that's it, yeah. The level of twenty threes is here. Now, as you as a sixteen year old, yeah. Every, including Mason, including Angel, uh, although to a lesser degree with both of those players. Yeah. Every 16-year-old that's popped in, actually not with Mason. That's wrong. Uh, it was unreal. Mason don't count. First year. Yeah. First year of... Um, but by and large, your first year at under-18s football, you're a bit shit. Yeah. Your second year at under-18s football, I'm, I need you to dominate. Yeah. I need you to fucking... Especially United, to be mustered at this yeah. level. By then... You need to be knocking on the door of the first team. Not in it, but we need to have heard about you. Yeah. Your first year at under 23s, you need to pop either out on loan, maybe have a, a year in the 23s. Yeah. If you get to your second and third and fourth and fifth year yeah. in under 23s, I got news, mate, and it ain't good news. Like, Axel was in there a long time, had a lot of injuries, yeah. had a successful season on loan. At Villa. Yes, now it's. It looks like it could happen, but he's getting to a very crunch time. If it don't work for him, he's got to go. Fosut Mensa was at this level four years ago. That's the problem. Hasn't kicked on. Stagnated. Got to go. Yeah. Like, you, you've got to come in and you've got to absolutely smash it and you've got to continue that. Like, I, I think if they either dropped it down to 21s or 20s, yeah. make it another two-year age group, or just call it fucking reserves. Now... I've been trying to do a bit of research on this, but I can't find it. So if any of you lot can, or you've got any of the old, um, do you remember the yearbooks? Yeah, of course I do. Well, I don't get them anymore. But the old yearbooks used to have the league tables in them yep. from the 90s. Now, it ended in 98. So if you've got an old yearbook, go back and look at Manchester United A. Yeah. Tell me who's in their league, please, if you can. Because Google doesn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you've got an old yearbook from the 90s, please tweet me with it. The A teams, I think they yeah. used to play Marine and Colm yeah. and fucking all of these sorts of non-league teams yeah. in the Lancashire League. It was a lot of other A teams in yeah. there. United treated it like an under-19s-ish yeah. sort of thing. But you would be playing against... Because, like, here's the issue, right? Under-23s football. Yeah. You're playing against the same motherfuckers you've played since you were six years old. Now, you might move to that club and he might move to this club, but you're all taught the the FA has a whole co coaching sort of scheme, which is play the England way. Yeah. And guess what? It's playing out from the back. It's receiving on the half turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's passing it in there and passing it in there. And it's like, okay, it's good and it's nicely technical, but there's no spark. There's no Wayne Rooney street striker shit in there. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, one yeah, with yeah, a bit yeah. of like, fuck you, I'm dribbling from centre half. Yeah. Right? And that's where you have to expose the players to different shit. You have to, I think, I mean, we've seen it with Paddock. Yeah. You know, we play very nice football. We've got great individual technical players. 
We get caught out with Route 1. You need to come up. Manchester United under-19s need to play foreign teams. We need to play fucking non-league teams who've got a guy that just got released on remand, right? <laughs> who's playing up front, who's going to fucking elbow you if you look at him. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. Because that's how you develop. You've got to test. You've got to let them play against teams that are going to twat. Yeah. But you've got to let them get twatted. And you've got to go, figure that out. We're going back there next week until you figure it out. Yeah. Because this is how you develop. Yeah. You play them for fucking 17 years playing against the same group of people with the same style of play, with the same thing in, and wonder why they struggle against something a bit different. Exactly. Um, just quickly, before we wrap up as well, Paul Fay, I remember the 18, pretty sure I remember the likes of Sean Goa play Marine, etc. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Marine and Colne, yeah. and like all of those teams in Lancashire, are exactly who you used to play. But was it their first teams, or was it... A variation of their, their reserves. own reserves. Yeah, yeah. I think it was their first team. Um, I love, so Lee Brindian says, I love this. It always makes me feel like I'm eavesdropping at two old blokes in a pub. Haha. <laughs> Less of the old. Steve's not that old. Give him a break. Oh. <laughs> um, we're oh, gonna no. oh, no. There's another press, Boris Johnson press conference. Oh, God. Well, on that bombshell, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. We've got loads coming up because we're playing some team, aren't we, at weekend from up the M62. Wrong end of the M62. Wrong end of the M62. Scousers. Yeah, we're playing them on Sunday. So we're going to be talking about that, watching it and that. You're going to be giving us your insights. Um, we're going to have Andy Tate. We're going to have Joe. We're going to have Macca's post-match analysis, review type scenario. Might even have a guest or two. Maybe. Maybe. Keep it locked, as, as Macca likes to say. If we win, we're going to have one. If we win... We've got some right. great guests. Trust me, if we win, and you can clip this up, if we win... Come on this channel and see what's going down, mate, because it's going to be epic. Um, and if we lose, come watch us anyway, because we'll be having a good old moan about it. Um, I'm going to get minging if we win. Oh, you are, aren't you? Are you going to be like last? Not all the way through the game. Are you going to be no, last? No, no, no. Post. Me, me are you going to be tram there? Are you going to be tram there? Nope. Me, not on camera, at least. Right. Me and Alex decided what we'll do. Yep. We won't have a drink. Right. Until the... And then you're going to make up for that. And then we're going to fucking put a bit of Fergie on. Yep. From the black eyed peas. Yeah. Let's get a party started. <laughs> I thought you meant for a bit of. So Alex figures it on. Um, Peter Kelly says, Why is Steve stopped doing the watch on during the game? He likes to do the halftime, post match, pre match stuff. He likes to get his notepad out and do his I, research. Here's why. Here's the literal truth why. If I watch the game on a watch along, I don't know what's happened. And and like, you remember last time you did it, you were sort of like going through it all, weren't you? And it was like, you were trying, and it's like not great to watch if you're sort of looking at what's going down no. and then breaking it down for us. I like to watch it. And, 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 and think about what I'm seeing as I'm seeing it. I am not a good watch, in, not, my, in my opinion. Uh, so I'd rather come on at half time and I can tell you what I've seen. And not having me going, stay. Who's that? Who's that? Is that is that Fernandez out? And you're like, no, Jay, it's Mason Greenman. All oh, right, okay. Who's that? Um, but yeah, he'll be here at weekend. I'll be here. Macca will be here. Or Macca will be giving his review. Joe will be here. Everyone here. Andy Tate. So don't worry about that. Uh, we've got the, you've got your transfer review coming up, I think, tomorrow. We've got the preview. Um, is going to be speaking to a Liverpool fan as well, but it's worth checking out. Do you know what I mean? It's a good one. Well, not, well you can't have a good Liverpool fan, but it's a good video. Um, so if you're not hitting subscribe, make sure you're subscribing and not checking out the members section. Check out the members section. We've just done a giveaway where we gave away a PlayStation 5. We've got more goodies coming up and some extra content on there. That's been Steve Housen. I've been Jay Moyer. This has been Housen's Brew. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.